What a bone. I reckon you'd be a travelling Wilbur's Wilbury's fan, Dad. Yeah, how could you not be with all those stars in that lineup? Who was the, who was the last one? There was uh, there was Tom Petty, there was George Harrison, there was Roy Orbison. Who was the other bloke? Uh, poor bugger. No, poor, hang on. I, I, poor bugger. No. Um, did you say Jeff Lynn or not? Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Well done, Jeff. You've, I, mean, I think Bob Dylan as well. Bob Dylan, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Bob. Robert Zimmerman definitely deserves to be there. Um, race form. This is the young Pedro free-for-all. You're still getting the prizes. I'm not. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it's okay because I know there's been heavy support and I, I'm well aware that um, I've probably been partially responsible for it. So I'm not sure whether the money's everyone agreeing with me or um, trusting me, but um, I just see this. Now, racing, like life, I mentioned this in the form comment, Dad, it's not logical, but if logic dictates here, Crime Rider is fresh from about six or seven weeks. He's a son of a gun, he's first up from a break. Cosmo's a go-back horse, so too is Sahara Sirocco, and Courageous Saint isn't going well enough to have a crack at the start. Now, Max Delight, certainly back in the day, was probably considered one of the elite gate speed horses in the country. Now, he might not be quite as quick these days, but I think he's still got more than enough to get past Crime Rider, who I don't see why you would want to get into a war anyway after six or seven weeks off the scene. And if he leads here, this has got single file situation written mm. all over it. Now, I, I, I want you to agree with me, but I, mm. I could feel with that conversation with Gareth Hall before that you're also quite... Um, eager to play devil's advocate to some degree as well. So <laughs> prosecute the case for what could go wrong, first of all, and then uh, give me your overall summary. All right. Key to this race. Remember last week I said uh, I want to see the horses in the parade ring before race three? Yep. I mean, often I, I want to see them when they, they warm up anyway, particularly when they're first up. Now, you're working tomorrow night, aren't you? I am. Okay. Um, I feel confident in thinking that Matt Craven will want to run the gate with he's a son of a gun. Okay. He, he usually does. I have a little concern. Now, initially, let me just set it up. Initially, I looked at the race. I thought, Max Delight has to win. He's ready to win. Got the draw. Leads. Crime rider can't hold him out. Hasn't got the gate speed. He's a son of a gun. First up, probably go back. I'm changing my thought that he's a son of a gun. We'll probably go back. I think he'll probably go forward. And if he flies him off the arm, Matt Craven, um, I've seen him do it with plenty of horses first up before. I'm a little concerned Max Delight's lost his gate speed. There's my concern. Mm. Um, and I thought he jumped out at me initially. Um, the thing is, as long as Max Delight gets past Crime Rider early, if he is a son of a gun crosses, they might walk and they might single out an Indian file, but Max Delight's got to be in the right spot. Uh, behind he's the son of a gun. So Max Delight's first task is to cross Crime Rider. I'm not sure he can hold out he's the son of a gun. So you'll be in the yard there. And and look, whatever Matt Craven says there, if he backs up that he's going to come out of the gate, um, I think he can I, I think he can probably cross. He'll be the one that's overs. Market could change significantly. If Matty says, yep, I always come out of the gate with him, why would I stop now? Um but it's a, the key here is the race fitness, isn't it? Um, this is a good horse. So, 
Look, I've tipped Max Delight like you. He stood out when I first looked. I thought, yeah, he has to. But now I've just got my little concerns, and it's not with Crime Rider out sprinting him. It's actually he's the son of a gun yep. crossing him and being too good for him. So I've tipped Max Delight, but I think he's the son of a gun is the critical aspect of this race. Two, six, one. And I put Cosimo in for fourth, thinking he'd be the next horse back on the pegs. Well, I went two, one, six, and three. And here's, um, here are my thoughts. So, well, everyone knows him. I, I, so in my scenario that I've outlined, where his son of a gun doesn't do a hell of a lot early, and we will learn this before tomorrow night, because Matty Craven is joining me with uh, Vince DiCoco and Damien Wilson on, uh, on Burning Questions. The return of Burning Questions is a relaunch a little bit later on today, and that will be... Um, podcast and, and up on socials, hopefully uh, this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Let's say this afternoon or tonight. So I, I'll, I'll get a good idea then. But I'll, I'll tell you this, and I reckon you'll agree then. I actually think, even though Max Delight leading with no pressure here, 300 metre race up the lane, single file, you know, that's perfect for him. He is actually a better horse following a helmet. Yeah. So... If he can cross the one, and he's the son of a gun crosses them both, I don't think I'll have a – my heart rate won't go up too high because yeah. he's the son of a gun is still first up. And critically here, so it would be a different situation if Max Delight could only have a – like it was covered up and there was a breeze horse and you've got your own, only 150 metres. If he's – no matter who leads, it'll be single file, won't it, for a fair while – I would think so, so, yeah. So Max Delight, basically David Aiken, with his race fitness on his side, if he's behind the leader, I reckon he can peel and, and, and charge after he's a son of a gun and ensure that it's not, you know, a furlong sprint up the lane and that he can build some momentum and say, well, just how fit are you first up a break? So Yeah, sure. It wouldn't... It wouldn't it, Max Delight, I mean, this is something you purport regularly. We talk about, you know defining our bets by speed maps and wanting horses to lead. But sometimes the alternate scenario or the plan B scenario isn't that bad either. And this is one of those cases for mine. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree with you. As long as he's on the pegs, Max Delight. You know, that's why I say it's critically crosses crime rider. And I think he will. I think he's just a bit, bit quicker out. But when was the last time you saw Max Delight uh, pushed off the arm here? And I, I just think, personally, I think he's the son of a gun's quicker out of the gate. But is he a length and a half quicker to cross if they really want to show uh, their hand with Max Delight in the first 100? Because, personally, this race will be won in the first 100 metres, I think. So much of it is about intent, isn't it? Like, it, it, in my opinion, honestly, um, he doesn't always come out this quick. When he's the son of a gun, when the when the button is really pushed, I don't think there, there I don't think there is a faster horse out yeah. in Victoria. He is blazing, but then you've got to marry that up with first up from a break, don't you? You've got to marry it up with exactly where the horse is at. This is what we'll learn from Matty Craven, um, and what their targets are. And if you do blaze off the gate, and for whatever reason Max Light holds you, what, what are the consequences? down the track. All of this is what makes harness racing, in my opinion, the most gratifying intellectual um, form option that we have in uh, of the three racing codes and, in fact, sport everywhere because, because of all these questions. But we can't ever 100% know the answers, can we? 
No, not at all. But that also makes it interesting. It's if wonderful. we all knew the results beforehand, oh, you wouldn't get the blood pumping like you do nowadays, do you? So um, you look at it, it's healthy. It's healthy to have oh. that blood running through your veins and, yeah, you and know. The, and, the, and the glory when you – and the glory, like – but you get it wrong, you get it wrong. But the glory when you do, when you get it right is infinitely greater, isn't it? Because it wasn't. It's not simple. It's not um, fundamental. It's not basic. It's not. Um, it's not novice stuff. You've got you've got to look into it, and you've got to pick your poison. You've got to choose your adventure. And if you get it right, well, you deserve to throw your arms in the air, don't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then you butter up and try to run a marathon again. It's it's not easy sometimes, but a bit like playing a chess game. When you get that checkmate, you feel pretty powerful. And then you look at how much you've had on the horse and you always regret that you didn't put twice as much on. That's right, guys. Putting is a, uh, it's a long game. Now, I am massively intrigued by the first leg of the quaddy before we go to the news. This is... So, you know, I love to talk about the maps and the atlas and tactics and tempo and race shape and all the rest of it. This is a race where even if you get it right, I'm sort of throwing it out the window and just going, okay, where are the class horses? Who's in form? Um, and then you look at the prices comparative to your own. And there's a little bit going on here. Um, Cobble was excellent again. I know you're a fan. Uh, last week, Just Little Sib was, I think he's a very, very, very good horse going forward. But Cobble had to go from last to first and... His front was fantastic. I think it's too short at $3.80, though. Um, Vanquish Stride is absolutely flying. Serge Blanco comes back from racing in the Bill Jury Cup. Ever hoping, according to Greg Sugars on Trots Vision last week, is working the equal of AG's White Sox at home. There's a bit going on here, Dan. There is. Critical horse again. I know we say it week in, week out. I reckon it's mighty flying art. Um, he, he led, uh, wasn't good enough uh, last week, uh, backed up during the week. He led from seven. He got run down and was well beaten, but the intent was there, pushed on, they led. This time, um, if they crossed, would they take a trail? Because if pull the other leg leads, there's no pressure in the race. Um, I think Sanday might come across, likely to sit parked. Um, I doubt pull the other leg they would take a trail because all of his wins in Australia have been when he has worked to the lead and held it. Uh, the only other horse I could see making uh, potentially making a move um, is Serge Blanco, and that's not a given. It's more the fact that he's race fit, and if they go slow, he could work around. Now, I don't think Jordan Leadham will go as slow as he did last week on pull the other leg. He's got to get to the front first, but I think if he can, and he's a good chance to do it, Dennis, I can't see holding up. Tillaby Nitro, they don't like to leave with him anymore. He's fitter and he can go better. Mighty Flying Art could be the fly in the ointment. Cobber hasn't got the early gate speed. Vanquish Stride wouldn't be pushed out early. And Sanday can get out, but it's a stable mate. When they settle, if pull the other legs in front, he doesn't get any pressure. So I, I thought he was clearly the horse to beat here. And I'm interested that this race, there is no market up at the moment. Um, he could open up $10.00. If he does have something on him, he could open up a dollar ninety because the speed map suggests there's nothing to put pressure on him. So I've worked around horses that are ready to win, like uh, Vanquish Stride and Let's Rock, Let's Roll. They need the pace on, and I'm not sure it's going to be on. Who's going to be potentially a sacrificial lamb? Ever hoping to sit sprinter. If he gets off the pegs, he might be the horse to go up and sit without cover. But he's got to get clear running to do that. Maybe the race needs that. But if it doesn't happen, uh, four, pull the other leg. Seven, Sanday. They might dictate leader and outside the leader. Eleven, Serge Blanco. 
and and eight ever hoping. Um, I, I don't want to leave out Vanquish Stride, but I just don't know how the race scenario is going to suit him. Four, seven, eleven, and eight. This is amazing because we, um, particularly, you know, last week, most weeks, we see things very similarly. I have got like an almost opposite opinion on this race, and that's beautiful because people can um, work through them. I'll prosecute my case, okay? Um, I've got Vanquish Stride on top purely because he's just absolutely ablaze. Uh, he'll need a little luck. He always does. White draw again. Um, Cobber, yes, I really like the run last start. Here's what I reckon is going to happen, though, tactically, Dan. Mm. Julie Nitro, they don't like running him off the gate. But I reckon he can come out under his own steam and lead the pole just without being asked. Then Mighty Flying Art takes over for mine. And I don't think, based on what we've seen, there was a 24-hour backup after last Saturday night for Mighty Flying Art. I don't reckon they'll hand up to pull the other leg. I reckon they'll lead again and say, I'll tell you what, he's now, he's getting close to Terry Rive. We're going to hold the top here. And so I reckon Julie Nitro is actually value at $16. The first up run was not bad. He wouldn't have to improve a hell of a lot if he was behind the leader to be dangerous. Ever hoping. What are my stats here? Ever hoping. I thought it might be the one to get off quickly and whip around. It's had 12 of its last 20 starts. It is a sit sprinter, and I know this is South Australian form, some of it. 12 of his last 20 starts have been in the breeze. He's won five of them and placed in another five. Ever hoping, I don't think. I think we saw last week, he is not as effective when he's held up for one very short, sharp sprint. So I don't think they will follow through, particularly given they're following out there, so I think they'll get off. Um, then there's Serge Blanco. And to be honest, I don't think you should get off Let's Rock, Let's Roll entirely because you were pretty keen last time out. And who knows, they might go absolutely berserk here and he'd be suited by that as well. Oh, he needs that. So does Finn Frost. Um, there's a few that Vanquish Stride, Cobber probably. Um, there's a few. That's why I say Mighty Flying Art's the key horse. And you've obviously factored that into the equation. He's the key horse there. Um, because if Pull the Other Leg leads, he's going to be the horse to beat. And there's potential for no moves. So if Mighty Flying Art leads, may sustain slightly more pressure. He might get that gun run. But I think a few more come into it. And like you said, Jellyby Nitro, here's a horse that competed in the Inter-Dominion series. Looks well placed. We're going to go to the news when we come back. I need your numbers for the big six for races four and five, Dan. Back in a moment, just find out what's happening in the world. And when we return, there's still plenty of races to go on the Friday form panel. D-Mills and Javon. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.